What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz. And this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question. What's the spread? All right, we're off and running on another episode of What's the Spread? Episode number 140. Back at it again. Mr. Brad Thomas, uh, we've sat here and done this 140 times together. Time flies. Man, we are <laughs> having fun, too. I think about the podcast and talking about sports Every single day. I'm like, man, what are we going to talk about this week? Man, let's talk about this week. Oh, last week we talked about this. I need something to talk about. It's a way of life. And it this uh, this week we're doing something a little bit different. We've been doing a lot of college football content. But hey, we are going into some of our NFL futures bets today. Uh, these are our kind of our, uh, you would call, first take. Yes, preliminary. I would say. Very high level. It's early June. I think that we're going to see some shakeups in the transfer market. Um, we already got some stuff with Aaron Rodgers in there. We got yeah. both players want to Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson want to go to Denver. So right. we know those odds are going to shift. Yep. There's still a lot to get into, which we will, but we're also going to get into the odds. So let's go ahead and get started, my friend. Let's go ahead and go with, uh, one that, uh, we always look at as college football fans, offensive and defensive rookie of the year. So yes. let, 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 let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Who's your pick? I'm going to have a 1A and a 1B, and it's not going to be Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> okay. The <laughs> Who is the favorite, by the, the way? The favorite very rarely wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. If you've paid attention, it just doesn't happen. My 1A is going to be Najee Harris. Najee Harris, only thing stopping Najee Harris from having a stellar breakout year is Pittsburgh's crummy line, their offensive line. Najee Harris is going to get the 25 rushes, and he's going to get the... Five targets out of the backfield. He's a three down back in an offense that knows they want to get the ball out of their aging veteran quarterback's hands. And Najee Harris has a chance to do it. My one B. Man, doesn't this really remind you of when the Giants drafted an LSU running uh, wide receiver who won the offensive rookie of the year? I'm going Jamar Chase at plus 650. The odds are very good. And Jamar Chase, we've seen it. Like we were, we had his offense, his college offensive career cut short because he was coveted out and wanted to prep for the draft. This man is a game changer. He's a big play. Every waiting to happen every single time he touches the ball reminds me a lot of Odell Beckham. I believe he's a little bit bigger than Odell Beckham. Um, so I know there's a lot of weapons in Cincinnati, but I've heard this time and time again. You could probably attest is they want to use Jamar Chase a lot in space. Get the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands quick. Try to see if they can exploit one-on-one matchups. That just sounds like a guy who's compiling a lot of stats and a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, you've got to think about usage uh, for Offensive Rookie of the Year. That's that's where my mind went immediately. Jamar Chase is my pick. And Najee Harris would be my other pick. So those were the two names that stood out to me. Um, I mean... I don't see Trevor Lawrence winning it, honestly. I don't no. see be, because I think that guys like Najee Harris or Jamar Chase are going to have such big production seasons yes. that you're going to have to put them over a quarterback who just has normal production. Because I don't see Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or any of these rookie quarterbacks really wowing us this year. I think so, that if a rookie quarterback wins it, it's going to be a rookie quarterback who goes onto a team who already has a good defense that can hide a lot of mistakes and they can play free. Like you think about Justin Herbert, what well, isn't supposed to be day one starter, but you think about like a guy like Maybe like a Mac Jones, you know, like he goes and plays for New England. He has a stellar season because he has no pressure. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. These guys have pressure. They have, well, I'm going to eliminate Trevor Lawrence has a bad defense, you know, so he has way more pressure than a guy like 
like Mac Jones. Or maybe we even think about like a Jalen Waddle at high odds. Guys who, who aren't expected to have monster seasons, but totally could. All right, so over on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I wanted to lean defensive end here, but then I remembered that Ohio State didn't have a defensive end in the league this year, <laughs> or putting them in the league this year because it's been the Bosa and Chase Young show. Um, so I went with linebacker here. I was actually surprised. Now, I, I will tell you, before I even looked at the list, Michael Parsons would have been my pick, but I saw that he's at plus 500. He's one of the highest favorites, um, and there's reason for that because the Cowboys defense is absolutely awful. So I'm looking at usage here and the fact that the Cowboys in Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch, they have produced some stars at the linebacker position. And I've been a fan of Micah Parsons for years. When he sat out for Penn State, everybody forgot about this kid. But everybody's going to know his name by the end of the year. I like Micah Parsons a lot. Not to win it. I like him to have a stellar season. We don't really see inside linebackers win it too often. Um, we think about the, what eliminated for me was the Cowboys having the two stellar linebackers already. His name's not going to stand out as much. I'm going to go on the edge, and I'm I was shocked to see these odds, but I'm going to go to Aziz. Oh my god, I fucking hate pronouncing his name. Aziz Alu Alujaari from they even said his name difficult on the NFL draft from Georgia, a guy who's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. But when I was looking at uh, edge draft grades, he had the highest edge rusher draft grade. I think there was something like about his practice, work ethic, and all that stuff. Guys of pure, pure talent. Um, you think about guys, you edge rushers do that succeed, normally have someone in the inside kind of commanding those matchups so you can't double team them. Like we think about uh, Joey Bosa, who had Ingram kind of taking off some of that steam. Uh, we know about Nick Bosa's entire D line is, is disgusting. Now, this time you think about the Giants' D line is very, very nice. If I had to pick a, a number two, it would be a similar situation where we have another strong uh, defensive line. The guy gets plugged in as an edge rusher, and that's going to be Jalen Phillips. He has another situation where you're thinking about doubling on the left side of the field with Joey. Uh, you have Ingram who you have to deal with, and he gets kind of that one-on-one -on -one matchup the entire time. All right, uh, league MVP, uh, the favorites, uh, just in order here, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Dak, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, a lot of quarterbacks. Yes, uh, probably going to be a quarterback, but I don't know. Maybe you'll surprise me. Who uh, who do you got for NFL MVP this uh, year? I'm going quarterback, and I'm going to go Kyler Murray. I missed out on Kyler Murray last year. He did. Yeah. He had the production. I'm going to double barrel. I think that they're only getting better. The chemistry be between him, him and Hop is going to be better, and the coaching is going to be better. There were times when Cliff. Looked like an inexperienced coach last year, which hindered the production. And then let's remember that Kyler got hurt. Um, if I had to pick a non-quarterback, man, this is tough. I don't know if we have a name that a player who's going to be on a good enough team, but has high enough production where they command that NFL, I mean, that uh, MVP rating. I, who would I have to go? What? Cook? I mean, McCaffrey, probably, McCaffrey? if he stays healthy. But, but honestly, that team's going to take a huge step back again. I just don't see uh, a running back giving you any, yeah. any value here on that bet. Who you got? Um, I've got quarterback as well. Uh, I know he's coming off an injury, but with Dak Prescott and the season that he was having last year before he went down, and the fact that you're getting him at plus 1,400 with that offense, if he stays healthy, the numbers that he could put up this year are going to be freakish with the weapons that he has. So... And also with the fact that I like to root for Dak Prescott. He's coming off the injury. One of the best guys in the league, in my opinion. Uh, big season for him and a big season for the Cowboys offense. I will be um, 
a liar if I didn't say I wasn't going to take uh, Jalen for fifty five hundred. Um, and that's not a smart bet, so I wouldn't recommend it. But I will be talking about how I talked about it on the podcast. It happens if he wins. Sure. Okay. My little ten dollars that won me five fifty. We'll see if he's still the starter by <laughs> week nine. Let's just see if he can start a couple of games first. Uh, but if you think about it, if you think about it, I, I would love to take a mobile quarterback. Jack's odds are, are very short yeah. compared to the five fifty. That's why, like a Kyler or even yeah. a Lamar, is never a bad bet. All right. Let's go ahead and roll into the divisions. Uh, let's start with the AFC East. I'll go with my pick first. Um, you've got the Bills at minus 140, the Patriots at plus 300, and the Dolphins at plus 350. So essentially, it's a three-team race here. I went ahead and just went with the Dolphins, all right? There's a lot of hype on the Bills, and I get it. They, yeah. They're coming off a 13-3 and season, but I'm just going to let you know that I'm not as high on the Bills and Josh Allen as everybody else is because this is a league that is the most difficult in the world to repeat successful 13 and 3 freaking seasons, okay? You have a 13 and 3 season. It is so difficult to repeat that. And the Miami Dolphins with Tua coming in halfway through the year finished at 10 and 6. So don't forget about the Dolphins and quietly the offseason that they had building around their guy, believing in their guy, Tua. So give me the Dolphins here. I think it's going to be, in my opinion, I think it's going to be a race between the Dolphins and the Bills. I think the only reason that the Patriots are this high is because of Bill Belichick. I think that uh, I'm going with the Bills. Um, I'm on the hype train. And the only team I would pick outside of the Bills would be the Patriots. We forget that this is a Patriots team who lost so many pieces to, due to opt-outs and sitting out. Yeah, but their odds are, are crappy. At three to one, it's not even worth it. You'd be better off taking the Dolphins over the Patriots. And if the Patriots are sitting at five to one, that's a bet I'm taking. But I'm on the Bills train. Josh Allen seems to be getting better every year. The Bills running back situation needs help um, due to injury and big time being good. They don't have but any, if they can any good figure options, that I like. out, I think they're an elite team. It's, it's hard to say they weren't an elite team last year, but I don't think they were. I think they were just playing well. All right, NFC East, uh, the Cowboys, plus 130. Washington football team, get a name, uh, plus 220. And uh, they got the Giants at plus 400. Eagles at plus 550. Vegas doesn't have any team in the NFC East out of this race. No. Uh, apparently. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> They're what like, Vegas like. is like, we have no idea. <laughs> Random numbers. <laughs> uh, you know who I'm picking here. Uh, Dak Prescott was my MVP choice. I think that the Cowboys offense is just so far and above any other team on this list. Now, I know that Washington, I mean, not only are they going to have the best uh, oh defense in the division, but it could be the best defense in the entire league. Yes. So definitely keep an eye on them, but I'm going with the Cowboys. I'm going with the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. Oh, you're going with your boy. I'm going with Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith. And listen, we know how the, the NFC East is every year. Oh, yeah. It's no a, one knows who's going to win. You're not going to convince me it's a to roulette. take a plus 130-odd. Washington is too short for my liking for not knowing what they're going to do on offense. Come on, Jalen. Bring it home, baby. I feel like all you have to do is win 10 games to win the NFC East. Just win those 10 games. Sure. All right. AFC West, it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Uh, minus 270. Uh, no need to bet on it. It's going to be the Chiefs. The Chiefs. This is Mahomes' world, and we're just living in it. Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. NFC West, another one where Vegas really has this as a toss-up. Yeah. You got the Rams at plus 195, the Niners at plus 190, the Seahawks at plus 300, and the Cardinals at plus 500. Who do you like out of those There's four no teams? There's no way you're telling me that Matthew Stafford's going to play well enough throughout an entire season for the Rams to win their division. Thank you. No way San Francisco is going to do this with a, a rookie quarterback. I like where this is going. So we're either going Seahawks or Cardinals. And I would pick Seahawks nine times out of ten with fans back in the stadiums because they're going to have home field advantage every game. 
but the Cardinals have an easier schedule. That's why I'm going Cardinals. I'm automatically ruling out the top two teams. I'm going Cardinals only because they have an easier schedule. Good pick. I, uh, Brett, I, I feel like we're missing something because I the Rams and the Niners being the overwhelming favorites here, I think that there, there's no four, there's no one team that stands out for me. No. Just because L.A. replaces Jared Goff with Stafford, we don't know what Stafford is going to be in L.A. Yeah. I've been a Stafford fan for his entire career, but come on, man. You don't know what you're getting out of him. And that Rams offense is still... Maybe it becomes more dynamic and more electric with Stafford, but again, we don't know. Niners. I think the only thing that makes that that offense more dynamic is a mobile quarterback. Yeah, I would agree absolutely. That's kind of what McVay's been missing. Yeah. I feel like, and Stafford is not that. Uh, Niners won six games last year. You can say what you will about the injuries and their uncertainty, but I'm not taking them to win the division. No, not a chance. So it's Seahawks or Cardinals. And you know how big of a Russell Wilson fan I am. As long as Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in this division, and I I feel like he still is. I feel like Kyler is going to give him a run for his money, but I'll go with the Seahawks at plus 300. All right, AFC North. I'm going to go Browns. Uh, Why? I can't stop hearing about the freaking Browns. I think it's just like burned into my brain. I'm either going to take the Browns to miss the playoffs or to win their division. And I don't know which one, so I might as well take them to win their division. Seems to be a three-team race here between the Steelers, Browns, and Ravens. You got the Bengals at the bottom of the barrel at plus 1,700. I think that Lamar Jackson may be the best regular season quarterback in the league. And what I mean by that is with his running ability and the fact that teams only get three or four days to prepare for him, that's why he finds so much success at winning football games in the regular season. And that's why I have the Ravens winning the division as long as they have Lamar Jackson, as long as other teams aren't making the moves. Now, the Browns have made moves to put more pieces around Baker, but it's still Baker. All right, he's still got to he's still got to prove it to me. I feel like that the Browns' odds are are very high. I think they're going to be a good team. I think it's between the Browns and the Ravens because I don't think <coughs> that the Steelers trying to ride with Ben Roethlisberger is going to compete with those two teams. Uh, but for Lamar Jackson's regular season ability, going with the Ravens. All right, NFC North. This is uh, this is an interesting one. <laughs> The NFC North, so much uncertainty, as we know, Aaron Rodgers, MIA, not even with the team right now. We don't know what's going to happen with that situation. Now, what these odds are assuming is that Aaron Rodgers is going to suit up for the Green Bay Packers, and that's why they're the favorite at minus 120. But then you've also got the Vikings at plus 240 and the Bears at plus 315. So Vegas seems to be really high on the Vikings and the Bears as well. Yeah, I'm not sitting on, I'm not betting the Vikings. I'm not either. Not a chance. I mean, as long as Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback in Green Bay... It's for me. It's Green Bay. I think that I, I think this is one of those things where you have to trust your gut as a better. If you think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be in Green Bay, take these odds now because they're only going to get worse. If right. you think he's not, take your other team now because they're only going to get worse. I'm taking the Bears for the fact that I believe Aaron Rodgers is not playing. Not going to play for Green and Bay. Okay, I'm yeah. Not, Putting my hard-earned money on Jordan Love. Sure. Well, and, and, and that's the thing is that I'm I, obviously I wouldn't bet this now yeah. because I think Jordan Love is awful and he's looked awful apparently at, at, uh, in camp. So if if Rodgers leaves the Packers, they may be a five-win team. Yeah. So that opens the door and hell yeah, I'll, I'll take my boy Justin Fields in the Bears. <laughs> Keep in mind, uh, I'll you know what I'll I'll get to the Bears later. Okay. Okay. AFC South, another really interesting race. Colts at plus 115, Titans at plus 115. Those are the favorites. We know the, the big move that the Titans just made a couple days ago, getting Julio. I don't think that makes them championship better. I think it, they, they're still a similar team. Um, yeah, I would I would agree with that. But I'm going Colts. Uh, okay. Why I go with Colts? 
The problem that Carson Wentz had this entire time has been the protection. Protection made him a terrible quarterback. Health, accuracy, um, awareness. Colts have the best offensive line. Question marks all around their team, but we know they're consistent defensively. Every year. Every they single are. year. Absolutely. I think that this is going to be a great story. It's going to be like... Oh, no. Never mind. I was about to give him way too much, way too much hype and saying like when Peyton went to the Broncos. But we're not going to do that. I'm not comparing him to Peyton. I uh, personally, I, I just don't think that Carson Wentz is a talented quarterback. He he could prove me wrong. I don't think he is. Um, I don't see a standout quarterback in this division. So I'll go with the Titans just because I think they have more firepower with Derrick Henry and now with Julio Jones. I just feel like they have more impact players. Now, don't get me wrong. The Colts, they play... Uh, I would say, you know, championship caliber football in their own way consistently. They play yeah. really good defense. They control the pace of the game. Jonathan Taylor looks like an absolute beast uh, in the second half of the year. Colts made Phillip Rivers look good. And we know Phillip Rivers. He's yeah. Coach, he's coaching high school football. That, that's a great point. Um, so, you know, I think that it's apropos that the Colts and the Titans here are sitting as the co-favorites. Fair. I'm actually surprised that the Jaguars are plus 700. I thought they'd be like plus... Uh, like 1,800. No way they so win So what the hell are they seeing? Just because Irving? No, no. The, the the Jaguars are years away from being competitive. We think about how many... I, I went and looked back at like how many first-year quarterbacks actually succeeded. It was like in the past like 15 years, the ones that actually won the division. It was like maybe like four. Yeah, it's rare. All right, NFC South. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as one of the biggest favorites uh, for, per division winners at minus 200 with no Drew Brees. The Saints at plus 350, Falcons down to plus 800, and Panthers at plus 900. If Tom Brady's healthy and he plays the season, the Bucs win the division. I'm going with the Bucs. Uh, that's, that's hands down. No-brainer. Um, I don't really understand why the Saints uh, are really this high with losing Breeze. And I know that they, that, that they did fine with Breeze in, in years past for games. But you lose a legend in a yeah. cornerstone piece like Drew Breeze, it's not as simple as just... Uh, well, let's let's continue. No, he's gone. He's like gone. he's not in the organization anymore. So this is a this is going to be a new period for the Saints. Whereas the Buccaneers brought back every every single, single player, <laughs> man, and we even brought back guys who were backups. Yeah. So even if Tom Brady gets injured and doesn't play a couple of games, I still think the Bucks win the division. Yes. Okay, so now we're moving into our conference champions, AFC. Here are the favorites: Chiefs, Bills, Ravens. Browns, Colts, Titans. Browns are way too way too low low price for me. Shit, I'd rather take the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Browns. <laughs> yeah, like in, in price. Sure. Um, I'm going with my. I have one A and one B. One A, the Bills. Okay. Uh, Chiefs are going to win it. Like we already know that's true. But for a conference champion plus two sixty, no way. And the Colts. I think the. I just have this feeling that it's going to be one of those stories, like a redemption story for Carson Wentz, rushed out of town. Paired with a great offensive line, and I don't even think he needs to do that much. He just needs to be better and take care of the ball better than Phillip Rivers. I think as long as Patrick Mahomes is is uh, in this conference, it's his conference to lose. Uh, and I don't think quite yet, unless the Bills find a way to have a better record than the Chiefs and host them. I think that's the only way that they get a shot in that AFC Championship yeah. game. 
Uh, I just don't see it. Uh, so even at plus two sixty, I mean, I'll I'll take the Chiefs. Fair but, enough. But but to your point, like if I'm gonna be spreading my money around, yeah, like I'll put a bet on the Titans before I put a bet on the Chiefs at at plus twelve hundred. Yeah. yeah, if you're gonna Hell, take one, just go ahead and put all your ducks in. Yeah, in the Chiefs. you know, for me, I would put a bet on the Dolphins at plus fifteen hundred instead of betting. You know, so it's yeah. it's really just about spreading your money around. But Chiefs are gonna win the conference. All right, NFC champion. Oh, don't do it, Miles. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> The favorites are the Buccaneers, the Rams, the Niners, Packers, Seahawks, Cowboys, Saints. Does anybody actually think that? <laughs> Never mind. No, I'm going with Tampa Bay. Go ahead and say it. I'm going with Tampa Bay. So I think Tampa Bay is winning back-to-back Super Bowls. Why? Because what really became apparent with that Bucks team was Brady really needed time to get better, like to get better in that offense. Brady had off-season knee surgery to fix a p- problem that he hurt him all season. And you see, like, with time to study that playbook, to get that chemistry. Now they get a whole other year. I have them repeating as Super Bowl champs. So, for the Buccaneers, like, I'm not going to bet against the Buccaneers to win the NFC. Uh, but what I am, what I would bet against is that we get the same Super Bowl matchup. Yeah. Now, that would be a dream scenario because it was one of my favorite Super Bowls of all time. But what are the odds that we actually my, get too. that? Uh, yeah, well, yes, okay, <laughs> but, but coming from me, right? Like th- that, that was one of the greatest Super Bowl just because the storylines were just so damn good. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was one of the best, uh, you know, the, the hype, the everything. Um, yeah, the Cowboys a plus 1400. I oh, mean, I, 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 I picked Dak Prescott as my MVP. So if Prescott really does have an MVP season, the Cowboys, I feel like are the only offense in this conference that could compete with Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't think that I think the Rams proved it last season that they couldn't compete with Tom Brady in the playoffs. The Niners sure as hell aren't doing it. The Packers couldn't even do it with Aaron Rodgers. Is Russell Wilson going to do it for the for the Seahawks? I'm just trying to find Brad, who do I think would match up the best with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers that late in the season and I think that a healthy Cowboys offense just the defense was an absolute mess. If they can just find a way to just be a, like decent, I think that that offense could, could you know could go toe to toe with Tom Brady. That's that's what I'm saying. So I was trying to find which offense could keep up with them because I don't think that any of these other offenses in the NFC have the kind of firepower that no. the Cowboys have. No, totally true. I just want to say, as a friend. I just don't want to get too invested in the I Cowboys. Didn't, I didn't say I was actually. I, 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 mean, I, I mean, mentally invested. What do you invested? What do you have against Dak Prescott coming back? I have against how many times the Cowboys hurt our feelings. <laughs> I know over the past two years, it's different this time. <laughs> it's like you're going back to an ex, and you think things are going to change. I know, but it's different this time. I know. I'm going to be Miles. You already know. Week it's one, good. week two. We're going to have to go week two. Week two, we're going to bet on the Cowboys. <laughs> We but better the not get lines are never favorable, so so maybe I won't <laughs> bet on the Cowboys week to week. But give me a futures bet. All right. <laughs> that being said, Super Bowl champion, the Chiefs and the Buccaneers are overwhelming favorites. I would say a plus five hundred and six hundred, and then everyone else has twelve hundred or more odds. So, who's your Super Bowl champion? Uh, my Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if I were to pick a long shot, it, it would. And this is like what is every gambler's problem that. I'm not condoning and I'm saying don't do this. I'd FOMO bet the Rams. Like, I'd FOMO bet them because I don't want the Rams to win a championship and everyone's like, you could have got the Rams see, at plus 1,200. Right. And I'm just like, fucking damn it. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, that, that's a good point. You know, if you're going to spread your money around, 
maybe don't go in that direction just because if the hype train is right. Yeah. Uh, but hey, um, I'm going with the Chiefs and I will go with, you know, hey, if we get Chiefs Buccaneers again, I say Patty Mahomes gets him this time. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that Pat Mahomes lets that defense manhandle him like they did last no time. No way. And especially picking up Orlando Brown is probably the biggest addition the Chiefs could have made. The only bigger addition they could have gotten was Julio Jones. What a uh, dream scenario that would be for me and for a lot of football fans. If we got that Super Bowl matchup again, that would just be just a dream come true. So it's going to be a really fun storyline to watch. By the way, by the way, opening night, Thursday night football, Buccaneers, Cowboys, baby, on Thursday night, opening night. Future NFC Championship preview. Let's go. (laughs) So I think we're going to have a lot of our questions answered sooner rather than later. All right, so let's go ahead and hit some team total wins. Um, give me a couple picks, some things that stood out to you. Who do you like? I'm going with, and I am haven't made this official on Twitter yet, at Mr. Brad Thomas. If you guys are listening, that's my Twitter handle. But I'm going to make it official when I finally decide how hard I want to go on it. I'm taking Texas t- Texans team total under four. I like the push protection with the, with the four. I looked at their schedule. Brutal, 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 brutal. You think about at Bills. I mean, you got to play the Rams. This is actually a really tough one right here. I look at their schedule. You literally go at, at Arizona following week versus the Rams. And then, oh, wait, guess what? Then you got to send that sorry offense and that terrible offensive line to the good defense of Miami. Their schedule is just set up incorrectly. They might pick up win week one. That, that might be the only win of the season. And what's your other one? My other one who I'm very, very high. I don't think Vegas accounted for... Their uh, for the extended games or what it was. Cardinals over eight and a half wins. I already made this one a public official on Twitter. That's at Mr. Brad Thomas. I look at their schedule and I got nine wins minimum. And you know, every time what happens when you 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 try to be very harsh grading a team, you always get lucky with a couple games that they shouldn't win. Like at Rams, at Titans, at Seahawks, at 49ers. I count those all as losses because I know I'll pick one up. But, I mean, you get – you go to the Bears, you get Panthers, you get uh, Packers, Texans, at Jags. Like, this schedule's very favorable. I like Cardinals too. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not one of my picks, but what I'm saying is, like, over the past two years – and I, I was already a Kyler fan, but just your support of him, it, you know, it gets me on board with him as well. I really do think he's special. I do. Um, and I really do think that, that, we're, that we're going to get that just breakout season from him. It's going to be – Eventually. It's, it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be one of those things where it's going to be like, man, we've been talking about Kyler so much. Right. And he finally has one of those seasons yeah. where you're just like – I think it's going to happen for him. So maybe it'll be this year. Maybe it'll be the year after. I don't know. Um, so I don't like picking unders, but if I had to pick an under saints under nine, I, I feel like nine is high. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's just me just again, just on the whole, it, it's the transition period. Like I know they still have a lot of talent and a lot of pieces, but nine wins. I, I mean, I see, I, I see the Saints as an eight and 18. So if I had to pick an under, that's where I'll go for my overs, uh, the Seahawks. I picked them to win the division. So I got to go over nine and a half. I like, I like. They were 12 and four last year. 
So I see, I see ten wins for the Seahawks and because they didn't get worse in the offseason. No, right, yeah. exactly. Now that's the other thing that, that I wanted to mention is that there is you know this uncertainty if you want to call it that with Russell Wilson and some of the comments that he yeah. made. I think they were completely misconstrued. He's playing. He's playing, and he as long as he's he's in Seattle, he's going to give his heart and soul to that team. Yes. So you know it's a different than the Aaron Rodgers situation where he's checked out mentally. Um, if Russell Wilson is there, he's going to play his ass off, and I still think that Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in that division. So I like Seahawks over nine and a half. Nice. And then I'm going with my boy, starting week one, Justin uh, Fields. The Bears went 8-8 eight and eight last year, all right? So you want to tell me that Fields starting week one, does it make them a worse team? Absolutely not. It makes them a better team. Yeah. Even if he has a mediocre season, it still makes them a better team because I'll take him over Foles any day of the week. So Bears over seven and a half wins. I thought that was perfect. So all I need is for the Bears to go 8-8 eight and eight again. They're the king of 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. Oh, and that defense is elite enough. Exactly. Where it, this is going to be unfair. When you, I'm I, I, I'm writing that down right now because I'm going to lock that one in as yeah. well. Fields is a smart enough quarterback to know what he needs to do to win football games in the NFL. He knows what he has in Chicago. I There are some Buckeye fans who don't think it was a good situation for him. I think it was a perfect situation for him because the Bears quarterbacks have been so bad. Yeah. So bad. They just need him to be average and let... The Chicago Bears defense do its thing. They were, you know, they were 8-8 eight eight last year. And thinking back, I would have told you they were awful. That they only won five or six games. Because yeah. it felt that way. So, yeah. Seahawks and Bears, man. Those were the over totals that I liked. I like, man, I like the Bears. I'm going to do some more digging. I have to actually yeah. go through the schedule one by one. And Right. I, I think that that would help too. Whew. Maybe just not being a Justin Fields fan and just and actually looking at the schedule. But give me 8-8. Eight eight. Well, now our, our futures picks are out there they for are. the world to hear. Yes, sir. Don't worry, what's the spread, fans? These picks will change as we get closer to the season. We'll, we'll dig deeper. We'll make up our minds differently. But this is a pretty good preliminary list that we have, I feel like. Yep. Good work. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to What's the Spread podcast. Be sure to download this on iTunes, Spotify. Rate and subscribe, please. Have a great one. Take care.